0: Welcome to the Empowering Industry Podcast, a production from Empowering Pumps and Equipment as the voice of the pump and related equipment industry. everybody. Welcome. I'm Charlie Matthews. I'm the host of All Things Empowering, and I have a really exciting guest for you today. Uh, we're going to talk about empowering women today. I think that this is a really timely topic because we are about to have the Empowering Women in Industry Conference in New Orleans. It's October 13th. We're almost sold out. And so if you're listening to this, make sure you get your ticket. Uh, We will have gala only tickets uh, as well as virtual tickets. So really excited to be able to highlight uh, an amazing woman of tech and uh, really just dive into your story. So uh, Nithya, if you would just start by introducing yourself.
1: Sure. Um, my name is Nithya Thadani, and I'm the CEO of Rain. Um, we are a technology company that builds voice productivity solutions uh, for different companies.
0: Right, and I guess tell me a little bit about how you got into this career, and what is your background in tech?
1: Sure, absolutely. So I have spent most of my career working in innovation um, prior to joining Rain. I had the opportunity to kind of build big transformational innovation products, both physical and digital, for um, some of the best companies out there: uh, Coca-Cola, Samsung, you know, you name it. Um, and the work was really taking user insights and turning them into these really meaningful innovations with long-term commercial value. Um, so that's kind of where I started out in my career. I was there for nearly eight years. Um, and then I had my daughter, uh, which, as we all know, is is usually a huge reconsideration moment for any woman in the work workforce as you're just kind of weighing opportunity costs. Um, and for me, I, I because I'd been in my role for a while, I decided that it was a good time for me to leave and focus on family for a few months um and i took this time to really explore what i might want to do next in my career uh fast forward to rain and my current role um and just a little anecdote on that as i was kind of exploring what i want to do uh, a friend of mine who was the founder of rain um i didn't found the company um just kind of reached out and said you know i i was wondering if you could help us just do some consulting for the business because The company was going through some real strategic and operational changes, and he just wanted to pick my brain. So it kind of started out as an afternoon a month. And at the time, I had no intention of necessarily joining the company. Um, But of course, an afternoon a month turned into twice a week. And ultimately, I was asked to be the CEO. So um, I mentioned that I always kind of bring up that anecdote because I'm always advising um, other women to Kind of just look out for those opportunities. You never know where they're going to come from. Um, and for me, it, it kind of just came from a consulting engagement um, that led to me uh, becoming the CEO of RAIN. I can tell you a little bit about kind of RAIN and what we do. So, as I mentioned, um, we're a technology company that builds custom voice AI assistance and software. So, if you think of Amazon's Alexa or Siri, those are examples of assistance. We build custom versions of those for, for different companies. And very early on, we saw an opportunity to build these solutions for deskless workers. So these are skilled workers um, who, like you and I, don't get to sit in front of a compute, computer all day. Um, they're working in industries like construction, automotive, healthcare. And, you know, they're moving around in their jobs um, and don't have a lot of software and technology to make their lives easier. They're usually um, juggling devices, trying to read text um, on phones, wearing specialized gear. So it's not very easy. Um, so what we're building are voice solutions that make these workers lives more efficient, because if you think of voice as a hands-free solution. Um, It's very seamless. It's a great way for you to input data, um, get data, uh, write things down, make conversions, whatever it may be. Um, So we're building solutions that do that for these workers.
0: Very cool. Uh, I didn't even think about that before today. Uh, really, you know, I love being able to, you know, hear my favorite songs or you know ask uh, one of those questions out there that my kids ask me and and see, okay, can Siri or or whatever, um, uh, Alexa is what we have uh, to to answer that question for me. But I never thought about that as as far as the workforce. And so that's really interesting to see um, how that can help in your everyday activities, right? Yeah, oh, no, so very interesting.
1: Absolutely. I mean the sorry to cut you off there, but um the you're you're absolutely right in that voice is often thought about as a consumer solution because that's where it started and a lot of us are used to these devices in our homes, but um it's a really powerful productivity solution for workers and you know, as opposed to some of the consumer use cases we see, you can really Kind of see some meaningful impact so you're increasing safety um, increasing capacity to do work uh, off, uh, offsetting some liability there's some real interesting outcomes to so, you.
0: do you have an example on a question kind of out there but is there an example you can give us about um, from the <laughs> workforce of, of like questions that are asked or how this works.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, One of the companies that we're working for is a large construction company. Um, And if you think about construction workers who are moving, uh, you know, across a job site during their day, there are just so many moments where they need to write something down, they need to look something up, they need to make a, you know, write down a measurement or a conversion. Um, There's a really funny kind of, you know, quote we heard from one of the Workers that we were interviewing that says it takes two people to measure, one that's standing at the top of the ladder taking the measurement, and the other one that's writing down the measurement at the bottom of the ladder, right? Mm -hmm. And when you think about, you know, all of these different use cases in in the context of productivity, there are just so many ways that a technology like voice could make these workers' lives easier. So what we're building in this case um, is a solution where you can do a lot of that through voice without having to take your gloves off. Um, you have kind of a custom ruggedized speaker that's in the, in the room for a residential contractor, and you're actually able to um, say, hey, can you write down this measurement? And it'll kind of send a text to the phone so that it's there when they need it. Um, you'd be able to take um, really complex conversions that construction workers are doing. Oftentimes, you actually um, might see a construction worker pull their phone out and try to do the conversion math on the calculator on their mobile phone, right. As they're trying to do their work at the same time. So um we're really building a solution for them. That's going to make their lives easier. That's going to allow them to be safer as they're standing up at the top of a ladder. Um, And that will hopefully improve the overall workflow of what they're doing.
0: Very cool. Uh And so I'm, I'm, just sitting here thinking like this is totally relevant for the empowering industry podcast so definitely want to send <laughs> it out through that and uh, I was just also thinking that you know you, you kind of told us a little bit about how you got into the to the rain industry or the rain agency what like how did you get into tech what drew you to that um, industry itself
1: you know I think the tech part came through innovation um as I mentioned a lot of my career has been in innovation both physical and digital so um, toward the end of my career in innovation not end of but you know at the end of that role that I had we were doing a lot of digital transformation work for big banks and companies where you're kind of thinking about how you can bring technology in to um, improve the speed of payments or you know improve, the functionality of a kiosk within a bank. So, you know, I've always kind of had this lens of big innovation that can transform the way that companies are operating. Um, When I came in to Rain, that was, again, the lens, but that I was seeing voice technology through. Um, And I think it's actually, you know, especially given the context of this podcast and the idea of just giving women um, a sight line as to how to get into these careers in technology. I'm not a technologist. You know, I don't have a background in technology and you don't necessarily have to. Um, and, and from my purview, it's, you know, coming in with strategy, innovation and the ability to kind of solve where we should be taking this technology rather than building the technology myself
0: yeah and I think that's a good point. um you were bringing a new way of doing things and kind of a new insight and I think um as a, a you know new mother too uh bringing that insight, um I just think about all the things we have to do with children, and a lot of the times our our hands are full right, and so to be able to just speak into um, this system that will help you. I can see how that definitely, um, you can be passionate about that as a mom, but, um, I'm I'm curious about what type of challenges you saw, uh, as a woman, um, kind of trying to build your career, um, and especially, you know, have a family at the same time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not easy as it sounds like, you know, um, I will say, um, I've You know, I've learned a lot. I have three children um, about balancing that role of kind of CEO and mom of three. One thing that has changed for me is I think when I started out on this journey, I personally wanted to just do this so well and so gracefully, uh, not just for myself, but for other women who I knew were watching or counting on me in different ways within my company. Um, I just wanted to be able to say this is possible, you know, to find balance and be able to empower them. And it, of course, is possible to do both. Um, I am doing it, managing, just kind of hanging by a thread here. But it's certainly not gracefully and definitely not always well. I mean, this is always kind of what we face, right? There's days that I feel like I'm, you know, not doing the job to the best of my ability as a CEO, days where I'm 100% certain I'm failing as a mom. Um, and then kind of every once in a while, you, you kind of think you might be nailing both. um but i've I've actually learned that it is okay to admit that to people. um just actually, it's much more real to say how hard it is to other women. Um, I find that people are relieved to hear it um, and that in some ways it's actually more empowering to know that these challenges throughout the workday and throughout motherhood are going to come at you and kind of throw you off course and that's okay nothing's going to work perfectly to plan um and I I think that just having that mindset has really helped me to um juggle you know what is a pretty difficult balance
0: yeah I have a uh, three children too and uh you you have to learn that um, it's just life and you get to make the decisions and you really feel at peace and balanced or whatever when you're making those decisions. So if you miss out on something and it's your decision, then that's okay. Um, it feels a lot better that way versus the pressure of the the world or your work or whatever, uh putting that on you. So when you can find that, you can find that you are making decisions based on your values and what you have within you, then that's really gonna be uh, where you find that that peace and joy at work. Um, the other thing, though, is that corporations can do uh, a lot, you know, the company can do a lot to help, you know, h- to help women who are at work. And so uh, what is important for those corporations to be looking at for women in the workplace?
1: Um, so one of the things that kind of got solved for corporations is that work-life balance, right? Um, I mean, for many of us, not everyone, and, and actually not for many of the workers that we build solutions for, as I mentioned, those aren't desk workers. These are people who are working in transportation and construction sites. They don't necessarily have the freedom to just work from home, but I'm grateful to, especially there are many tech companies and tech roles where there is that freedom to kind of, you know, have some degree of work-life balance. I, I think, we all know that comes with its pros and cons as well um, when it comes to productivity and the fact that um, women are always playing the role of caregiver in many cases. And we've seen that really pronounced during COVID. So even if you're working from home and um, there's a crying baby outside the door, there's usually one person who's responsible for grabbing that baby. Um, But so the the work-life balance and really sticking to that and, you know, trying to find ways to take ownership and make it a, practice is really important. So obviously after COVID, you know, we were remote and now we've made a decision as a company to keep it that way for the most part. So we have days where we collaborate in the office and I do think that's important too, but we kind of make that one to two days a week. It's really focused around meetings and collaboration and then we give people the freedom to continue working there, but the freedom to also work from home, which I think is really helpful Um, for women as well. Just the idea of upward mobility and some professional development, having a plan in place um, as to where they're going to go, right. And what, what upward mobility they have within the organization to keep them motivated, to keep them retained within, within this field. One of the um, in technology in particular Retention of women is a huge issue, right? Like you've got women trying and attempting to enter this workforce, but um, actually retaining them is is challenging. And so finding ways to create incentives and milestones and a path to what's going to make this most meaningful for them. And again, keeping in mind this balance and this trade-off and opportunity cost of, you know, a working mother with children at home versus, you know, what you're doing on a day-to-day basis at work it has to be worth it, right? For most women. So um, yeah, it's it's just important to have those two factors in in particular.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then there's that battle of taking care of ourselves, right? And how we manage that and I think I personally um had open heart surgery uh, you know, wow. it's been about a year and a half. I had a birth defect, but I also know that stress led to the symptoms of all of that increasing and, and maybe it was a little bit earlier detected. I'm not mad about that. I'm happy, you know, yeah. it's done and, and it did make me think though, as I went through and tried to figure out what was going on with my health, um, how important it is and how important it is to have a baseline and to take care of yourself and know That Okay, this is not just, you know, travel fatigue, there's something actually, you know, off. And so uh, I think that we have to put a focus on that. I'm curious from your perspective on how you're, you're able to do that, um, because there's so many different factors in that from, you know, your partner to being a mom to, you know, knowing what your career path is, uh, as far as you know, what's your values? What's that level of success you're looking for? Um, so I'm curious from your perspective, um, how much emphasis are you putting on that? And I guess any tips that you have for our audience? I mean,
1: that is like, it, it is just so important, right? Um, to to think about your body and your health, both physically and mentally. Um, so, you know, we, I personally, I think, I'm not, I, I'm still trying to figure out the right strategy and balance for this. Um, I think there's things that I do well, you know, I, I find what time to work out here and there. And I think I eat generally pretty, um, pretty well when I, you know, when, um, when I'm not kind of shoving the kids leftovers into my mouth, but um, for, you know, when it comes to stress levels and sleep, this is a place where I just need to take better care of myself. Right. Cause I, once you kind of get through your routines of Kids and bath. And, um, by the time I'm, you know, done with all of that, I find myself, you know, clicking away at my computer at 1am, um, which isn't healthy. Right. And I'm sitting in bed and I'm knowing that I shouldn't be doing this, but still doing it. Um, so I I think just finding ways to try to take things off your plate would be my number one piece of advice and something that I'm trying to get better at that. It's okay to say, no, I actually can't make it to that, to that parent coffee at school. And I'm, I, I, I think here's where it's really nice to have a partner who tries to push you in the right direction, who, who will constantly, my husband is always saying, just don't go, you know, just it's okay. If you don't make it to everything.
0: <laughs> like, Well, I can you know. remember, I can remember the first time I was, um, I guess I was on maternity leave or it was right before I'd started back work. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to this, um, women's group. It's a uh, breakfast, uh, I was like, okay, I can do that. And then, you know, two hours, three hours later, they're still there talking, and I'm like, I can't do this. I have to I go to know. work, you know. And uh-huh. so it was um, an eye-opening experience. So that everybody has like things that are important to them. Uh, but us working moms, work is important to us as well. It kind of keeps us going. It keeps, um, you know, filling that void sometimes that's there uh, when we're not working. Uh, is important to to just notice that about ourselves. Um, but at at the point though, um, and especially a a mom of three, uh, we love our children and we want to be there for our families. And so it's okay. How can we do that the most efficient way, the best way, you know, for everyone and still be able to feel like ourselves and be able to accomplish our goals. And you nailed it when you were, were talking about your spouse, your spouse has to be supportive and really, you know, help you monitor that uh, state that your body's in um, and when you're in that state of overwhelm or you know just need to accept help from others uh, I'll tell you one more quick story Um, there's there's so many um, times where somebody would have asked me my kids are older now they're 12 14 17 and you know when they were young and I was trying to figure all this out uh, people would ask me, you know, do they want me to, to help me, right? Do they want to pick up my kid from this or that or, you know, to, and I'll be like, no, I got it, you yeah. know, like over and over and over. I can remember be like, no, I got it. And I'd be totally stressed out because I was trying to do something else. Right. And and even if you have the multiple kids, right, you may still be doing something for your kid, um, you know, and for your family. Yes. yes but and, there's and another one help that's with getting, one of them yeah yes, so absolutely Accept the help yeah <laughs> yeah accept
1: the help is such good advice and then you know we were you were talking earlier about just being able to be a better parent because you're in better health i think that really um plays out when it comes to mental health i mean um and this is one that i probably should have talked about when i was you know talking about initiatives that companies can take for their employees uh, we found that Especially after COVID, just the mental health of our team was deteriorating, right? I mean, we'd we'd have one-on-ones with executives, you know, employees across the board and just have them say, you know, I've been feeling depressed. I have, I'd like, you know, for all, for whatever reason, and I don't think it is necessarily directly related to COVID, but other dynamics of being at home, of you know, changing family dynamics of everything that's gone on for the last two years. So I think it's really important for companies to be aware of that, right? And to find ways to normalize, you know, mental health days. And what we did was um, you know, there's small things, but we had days where we would just kind of give a random Wednesday off to say, this isn't a working from home day, this is just a turn off the computer day, right? Um, obviously within. Reason when it comes to clients and whatnot, but we we recognized when people were becoming burnt out and just needed kind of a day to clear their minds um and also have tried really hard to schedule to to promote the way that meetings are scheduled such that people have some time to think between meetings rather than having just like a day of back to back zoom calls because I think that can also kind of wear down your mental health in some ways, but for me personally, this is one that you know I with my, so my youngest is 15 months. Um, and so I had him during COVID and had, I went into a like very bad postpartum spell, which I didn't have with my, my two older kids. So it was new for me. And I think probably, um, exaggerated a little bit through everything else that was going on in the world. And I, you know, I can't tell you how much I now sympathize with People, you know, anyone who's going through that—not just in postpartum, but in life—you know, it, it's it's such a tough thing. Um, and so, I think thinking about how to just take care of yourself from that perspective too, turning off screens, you know, spending time outside, spending time with family, um, to just kind of keep your spirits up is really important.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important that we realize that those things are traumas and things that you really have to work on um, over time. It's not like a quick fix. You're all better. Um, And so making sure you have that support around you and and, you know, spend the time to know that that was hard and you know have people really just telling the story uh is a lot of that and and having people around you that can relate i know that was definitely part um you know strong part of what we went through um as far as mental health um as a an industry and and people were, you know, just looking for anybody to talk to, right. And be able to feel that connection with people. So, um, I know that that was definitely a trying time, um, to be going through that. Uh, and you know, just, you have such young children to be able to work. I tell this all the time. I said, if you had children under two, like, I don't know how you survived. Like I really don't. Um, and so, you know, just know that it was extra hard for you, uh, with the young children. And, um, I just, I'm glad that you still want, to be here in the workforce and that you're, you know, using your story to be able to support other uh, women um, and, and just in general, all of the, these tips are, are helpful for anyone in the workforce and and really looking at the opportunity for success um, across the board when we apply these uh, health tips and well-being and, and really make sure that we're focused on that and our goals and values. We're going to be able to show up at work as ourselves, uh, which is where the magic's at. So um, Nithya, I'll give you the last word here um, is it, just anything else that you want to leave our listeners with
1: no I would just say that I think everything we've talked about today is is I kind of hits it on the head which is we've got to take care of ourselves we've got to be able to think about our physical mental health in order to bring it at work um and you know my piece of advice which we talked about earlier is just you can't take it too seriously right I mean this is hard um being a working mother with one or three children is really hard. Um, there's a lot of trade-offs. there's a lot of uh, insecurity that comes with that across the board and you kind of just have to go with it, um, you know, understand that there are challenges and that everybody's going through the same challenges. Um, and uh, do do the best you can, right and be kind to yourself in that way.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Be kind to yourself, love yourself so you can be kind to others for sure. I am excited to get to know you. Uh, If people want to get in touch with you directly, what's the best way for them to connect? Yes, Um, they can find
1: me on LinkedIn. Uh, The company is Rain Agency and my email is nithia at rainagency.com.
0: Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for your time today. I look forward to sharing the story um, and just seeing uh, the the people that are going to, you know, want to connect with you and, and hopefully you'll be able to join our empowering women in industry groups. Uh, we have meetups every month. Uh, and like I said, we have the conference. Uh, coming up October 13th in new Orleans. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, And we, we always have some way to highlight and shine the light on people, whether we're doing the podcast um, or on our websites, empoweringpumps.com or empoweringwomeninindustry.com. So check those out. Everybody. Thanks for being here.